we need to learn how to remove our worth from outputs and instead know that our worth comes from within and that it's continually evolving as we learn. What it showed us was that while the defense mechanism is there to protect us, often it acts counterintuitively to some of your best interests and where you would wanna go. Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. We're your hosts, Jack and Kara Dennison, and we're your ultimate career coaches. We're here to help you find, land, and crush your dream job. And help you live an amazingly authentic life while doing it. If you're a professional ready to make the money you're worth, make an impact at companies you like, and live authentically, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. Class is in session. Welcome back to the Career Advancement Academy. I'm Jack Dennison. This is Kara Dennison, and we're your favorite career coaches diving in for another episode of How to Further Your Career. And this month's theme, we're talking all about career mindset strategies and hacks. Kara, what's our theme for today, though? This week on the Career Advancement Academy podcast, this week we're talking about the mindset hack you need to overcome rejection. Rejection scary. We saved the biggest, baddest for the last week of November. So we are going to be talking about rejection and we have some pretty scary stats for you. We've been doing some research and uh, I think you might want to sit down for this episode. Yeah, we might want to sit down, especially if you are in a job search or considering a job search. So I want to talk about the reality of rejection, especially in your career. And if you are in a job search or thinking about getting one, getting into a job search, we did some research in 2017, the average job search was about three and a half weeks. That's That's pretty good. That's pretty good, right? I mean, that's great. Yeah. Oh, great. So if you're playing at home, write down in your notebook, how long you think it takes now. Because just six years later and a global worldwide pandemic, it now is taking, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, about 20 and a half weeks. That's nearly five months. Nearly five months with about 20% of people staying unemployed for upwards of 27 weeks. It's a lot. That's a lot, right? So here's the facts. It's a universal experience to experience rejection, but it's the mindset that we adopt in order to define its impact on us, right? I think it's so interesting that when we think about rejection, we immediately just make it all about us, right? And mm-hmm. and it's our brain and it that really kind of hyper focuses the lens because it activates so many areas that are associated actually with physical pain and, and that anterior cingulate cortex. And this has been demonstrated in studies like the one published in the proceedings of the national Ac- Ac- okay. Academy <laughs> of sciences, excuse my syllables uh, and emphasis on the wrong ones, uh, which use really functional MRI to show that some areas of the brain light up during instances of social rejection and physical pain. I mean, I myself even watched a, a study by somebody who did a tech talk. We went and he sought out rejections for a hundred days because it was so visceral in his brain, his experience to be able to overcome that ob- objection. And 
you do you have any other yeah what i really like about that ted talk um, and I talk about this tomorrow when we talk about uh, rejection in a YouTube video and we further go into it is that Ted talk was pivotal for myself when reframing the way about rejection and what it, what it really is, what I loved about it. And the thing that stuck out to me about this Ted talk is he sought out rejection a hundred days in a row, right? A hundred knows is what he was looking for. And one of the experiences uh, that really stuck out to me is he went up to a neighbor, knocked on his door and he goes, can I plant a flower in your yard? It's random, right? It's so weird. Um, but the neighbor goes, no, I, I don't want that. I have a dog that's going to dig that up. But why don't you go ask so-and-so down the street? She loves flowers and doesn't have a dog. And it kind of clicked in his head that rejection is not a personal thing, right? Rejection is not about me. It's about who I'm speaking to and whether or not it's a good fit. And usually rejection is redirection to go find the person who's going to give me a yes. And so when this happens, when we are in a job search, for instance, we tend to make rejection personal, right? Oh, they said no to me. That means that I'm a failure, that everything that I've done up until this point doesn't mean anything. It's invalidated due to this one singular experience in this one singular moment. But the opposite is true is, yeah, the opposite is true. That's not the case. It just means that everything that you've done, all of your value is just not a good fit for the person in front of you in this moment. So now you get to go and find the person that it is a good fit for, right? So what I'm trying to get at here is that rejection is not personal. It's usually a reflection of the other person and what they're looking for. And sometimes they can have lenses that have biases, right? That can prevent them from seeing what we want. They want them, what we want them to see. And additionally, when we feel rejection, stress hormones like cortisol, they end up really amplifying when we do experience that rejection well elevated cortisol levels does what it has a range of negative health effects that if we have it over a sustained period of time all of a sudden impaired cognitive performance weakened immune system all of a sudden you find yourself getting sick when you never got sick before why because you're taking on certain levels of stress that you weren't used to and you're not viewing it from the entirety of the perspective you're viewing it for very just this one situation they said no i feel bad right and rejection can activate that fight or flight response right it activates that adrenaline it heightens your alertness your stress like jack said it's a part of that evolutionary defense mechanism right and in a modern context it exasperates feelings of anxiety and depression however you are adaptive you can evolve, you can develop your resilience and your adaptivity that comes after experiencing rejection. And it can be supported by increasing activity in your ventral stranium and your prefrontal cortex, which basically means that the areas in your body that are associated or your brain rather that are associated with reward and decision making can be trained to overcome rejection and you can develop coping mechanisms and cognitive reframing techniques to overcome the negative impacts of rejection. And we're going to be talking about our absolute favorite 
my favorite mindset hack in order to overcome rejection, which is win or learn. Yes. The winner learn mentality is absolutely one of the best uh, mindset um, frameworks or uh, mentalities that I've adopted, Jack has adopted, we help our clients adopt to really flip out of a fixed mindset and into a growth mindset. A fixed mindset really believes that their abilities, intelligence, and talents are static, right? Where you're fixed where you are, you have no ability to grow. And when things happen to you, it's a personal affront, right? It's about me and you take it very personally. Whereas a growth mindset believes that whoever has a growth mindset believes that their abilities and intelligence can be developed over time through hard work, strategies, input from others, constructive criticisms, etc. right? Taking in more data and letting that shape and change your mindset over time. Those, and I'm sure you've probably met people with fixed mindsets where you give them more information, you help that you try and help them grow, continue some pro- improvement, and it doesn't matter. They're stuck where they are. You may have even heard them say, well, I'm just, I am who I am, right? But those who are who they are never learn and grow. And it becomes, it becomes almost like they can't move forward, right? They can't grow and learn from their experiences and everything that happens to them is a personal front, right? Yeah, and here's an interesting study that was done. Dr. Dweck did a study on children and she chose to praise the children for their intelligence, uh, which obviously it's a fixed trait. And what she found was that more likely those individuals uh, chose easier tasks in the future because they were praising the intelligence. And because of that, they developed a uh, defense mechanism fearing that a mistake would reveal their lack of intelligence. So the other children that were in the study that were praised for their effort instead of their intelligence those were able to embrace those more challenging tasks because they were praised for the buy-in, the fact that they tried, the fact that they just gave it their all, viewing as opportunities to learn and grow. Why this is so important is because when you're praised or valued for something you can't change, all of a sudden that can go away. And it's so tenuous, right? And that becomes very, very uh, damaging and and um, shaky, right? It's a shaky thing to place your value in. But when you're praised and appreciated for things that you can grow, you can foster, you can all this other stuff, it becomes opportunities to learn and grow. And it's an incredible way, right? And so that's why a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset um, becomes two very different things. And those growth mindset characteristics, which we'll go over in a second, become more valuable in a career uh, space, in a team mentality, and even in a personal life. So if you're not sure if you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset, we're going to tell you about a couple characteristics. So Jack, what are some fixed mindset characteristics? I'm glad you pinged this over to me because as we were preparing for this, I uniquely was able to reflect on parts of my life where I was able to reflect that I had a fixed mindset, that Mm. I was not where I am today in how I used to think. And and I'll give you a quick example. So here are the characteristics of a fixed mindset. They, individuals avoid challenges for the fear of failure. 
They give up easily when faced with obstacles. They see effort as fruitless or unnecessary because it's so hard to be able to get to that success, mm -hmm. right? But they also ignore constructive criticism and feedback. I got it. I'm good, mm -hmm. right? You ever been there? I have. I've been that person. And here's the one that I didn't recognize until we were preparing for this podcast, which is feeling threatened by others' success. Once upon a time, young man, long ago, I was a personal trainer and a and an individual who had a degree was hired to be my boss. This individual was my, about my same age and he had a degree in a field that I was already seeing success. I had a ton of clients on my roster and him coming in made me feel in that moment like I needed to be threatened by him. He's going to come in in some sort of way, take away my bread and butter because he's got a degree or people are going to see him as smarter instead of seeing that as a value add and trying to learn from him to better myself. I shut off to that thought. I remember when I was in a fixed mindset, when you're in a fixed mindset, you really feel like everything is so tenuous is that thing. Like everything is so temporary and fragile, right? And constructive criticism and feedback feels like an attack, right? You don't, you feel alone. You feel like no one has your back. And I remember when I was in a fixed mindset, I would have mentors or bosses come and try and genuinely see potential in me and provide feedback. And I would get upset. Because I would feel like, what do you mean? I'm working so hard. I'm trying to be perfect for you. How do you, what do you mean I'm making mistakes? Or what do you mean I could do better? And that was looking back on it. I'm, I'm almost embarrassed about it because I had people in my life wanting to literally help me grow and be even better than I am, which is something that I value so highly right now. And I feel like I missed out on opportunities to grow. So that's definitely something that um, was a, a missed opportunity back then with a fixed mindset. So what are some Jack growth mindset characteristics when you do switch over and kind of let some of that go? and embrace a growth mindset of continuous learning, what are some of those characteristics? First and foremost, the want to has to be there. In order to do this, you have to want to do it. Yeah. If it's not there, it's not going to happen. But really, with the growth mindset, you want to embrace the challenge. You want to take on something and view it as an opportunity to get better. You want to persist in the face of setbacks when they do occur, because they will. That's, that's, uh, that's one of the laws of the universe, right? What could happen will eventually happen, right? Mm -hmm. And we also need to be able to see effort as a pathway to growth and mastery. We need to be able to understand that the hard work, those hours, that time we put in is a journey to a version of ourselves that then has it known in and out and it can master that thing. Yeah. We also need to be able to learn from criticism and also find inspiration and lessons in the success of others and champion that success. Yeah, absolutely. That inspiration and lessons in the success of others, when you stop seeing people as competition and instead start cheering others on and learning from their success, things change, right? When you also can embrace challenges and learn from them, right? And see them as opportunities for growth. And I always, whenever I'm challenged, I say to myself, I am getting so better. Like I am getting so much better. I'm getting so much stronger, smarter, more skilled. It almost like switches in my brain from, oh, I can't believe I got to do this to, oh my gosh, I get to do this. This is so exciting. Like, can you imagine the version of myself that I get to be after this? It becomes a different, it's just becomes different, right? 
So what we like to adopt is similar to the growth mentality the growth mindset, but we label it the winner learn mentality. So what are some like characteristics that we've adopted Jack from the winner learn mentality and a growth mindset that really hones this in? Well, really you want to kind of take all of your experience and put them into two categories, right? Mm -hmm. It's one or the other and every success, every win, every good thing, it's a win. We champion that we, we make sure we see that. We celebrate it in some yeah. way, shape, or form, right? But when setbacks, bad things occur, missteps to learn. It's not a loss because if you can take the perspective of understanding what happened incorrectly and say, okay, I'm going to remove how I feel about that, but I'm going to see what I can do better and integrate that and make sure I learn that. Now, all of a sudden, every single loss could be viewed as a learn. Mm -hmm. And when you look, take it from that perspective, a learn could even be a win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What I love about the winner learn mentality is that it promotes resilience and adapt adaptability and ongoing learning, right? Especially after the pandemic, you could tell after the pandemic who had adaptability and resilience and who didn't, right? And resiliency and adaptability in this day and age it's worth its weight in gold, this skill, because the only constant in life are taxes, death, and change, right? And change is always going to be happening. And so being more adaptable is going to serve you well in your career and in your life. The winner learn mentality also focuses on the learning process over the end result. This is huge for my people pleasers and my perfectionists. Hello, raise your hands. If you are like me and Jack over here who have struggled like this, when you are a people pleaser, a perfectionist, um, a high achiever, a lot of times you tie your worth to the outcome, to the result. But the problem is, is that one, nothing is ever perfect, right? My perfect is different from Jack's perfect, which is different from your perfect. And so there's no such thing and results will always change, right? So we need to learn how to remove our worth from outputs and instead know that our worth comes from within and that it's continually evolving as we learn. Um, and viewing these setbacks as opportunities for improvements is absolutely critical for our growth as we go. Um, this is truly growth mindset in action. And why this is so important, both sides of the coin, the win or the learn, is because as you are continually learning throughout your life, you're becoming the most authentic version of yourself. You're becoming more skilled. You're becoming just incredibly more compassionate, emotionally intelligent, positively intelligent, more skilled as you go. But that win portion is really important too, because like we talk about in a lot of our videos, our brain is wired to protect us. Our brains are wired to alert us of negativity a lot so that we can try and protect ourselves. But the fact of the matter is, is that that negativity is always going to come up. It's always going to be in that background. And when we can celebrate those wins, it's training our brain to subconsciously look for more wins. Just like we talked about last week with that gratitude, we want to be continually feeding our brain and our subconscious and our, our actual consciousness with our things that we're grateful for and our wins, whether they're big or small, so that we can continually look for more opportunities to win. One point that I wanted to kind of touch on 
can't view the mind protecting us as always in our best interest. Mm -hmm. And uh, Shirzad Karmani, uh, who heads positive intelligence, uh, says that, that positive intelligence is an indication that you have control over your own mind and how well your mind acts in its best interest. Kara and I went through uh, Shirzad's program earlier this year, back in January, and what it showed us was that while the defense mechanism is there to protect us, often it acts counterintuitively to some of your best interests and where you would want to go. And so each challenge needs to be viewed as a gift, as that opportunity, so that you can remove the bias of the negative thoughts or the negative framing in your head and focus on how you can act best in the moment to continue to create the life that you want and represent the version of you that you want. To go just a little bit further on this, I do talk about positive intelligence tomorrow in our YouTube video. Check it out on Optimize Career Solutions uh, YouTube channel. But positive intelligence, what it talks about and what Jack is kind of saying here is our brains create these belief systems. They create thought patterns earlier in our lives in order to protect us or in order to get us to where we are now. But sometimes those belief systems don't necessarily serve us in order to get us to where we want to go. So that's just something that we want to bring up because a lot of times we meet people and even ourselves, we've had to examine specific belief systems that, and belief systems are really just thought patterns that have repeated enough that are now ingrained in who we are, that we don't have to actively think about them. They're just in into who we are, right? So that's what I mean by belief systems. So we have created these belief systems when we are younger or um, earlier in our lives that ha served us well, protected us, got us to where we are, got us certain success systems, but now they are not serving us currently and are actively potentially holding us back. For instance, um, one of one thing that just got into mind, maybe you had a specific leadership style that served you really well and got you to where you are, but is not working with your current team. Maybe examining that and reevaluating your leadership style to ensure that it gets you to the next level or gets you to a better productivity um, or a better uh, team unit to where you are right now, right? That might be a good example. Um, for myself, I did have this belief system that my worth was tied to my output and that really served me well. It helped me become extremely successful in my career and in my business, but it burnt me out. And I ended up in the hospital twice and I had to re-examine does that really serve me to where I want to go? Or is this going to continue a bad cycle? And I had to really rethink that. And this is why Jack and I do a lot of what we do, right? So this is just two examples of um, what we're talking about here and why it's so important to actually be in kind of control of our thought process and our own mind to examine some of the stuff that we um, have created for ourselves throughout our lives. Embracing a growth mindset and adopting that winner learn mentality can be transformational if you want it, mm -hmm. but it's not just for your career. It also impacts every facet of your life. Absolutely. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you take the moment to have that introspection, 
use the mindset that resonates most most with your current beliefs, behaviors, and how you can start nurturing that growth mindset to embody that win or learn philosophy in your life. Now, if you enjoyed the conversation, make sure go ahead and you subscribe to the Optimize Career Solutions YouTube channel where we're filming this, but also subscribe on your favorite platform. If you enjoyed the uh, Career Advancement Academy, share it with a friend. We always, always love hearing from our listeners. Drop us a review, drop us a comment. We always love hearing from you. If you have any questions, you know how to reach us at the Optimize Career Solutions YouTube channel or at optimizecareers.com. It's been a pleasure. Have a great week. Thank you for attending the Career Advancement Academy this week. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you know a friend or colleague who would benefit from this episode, make sure to share it with them and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. If you're interested in working with us, check out www.optimizecareersolutions.com to learn more.